Welcome to Marketing Hooks Podcast. I'm Alex Thorik, founder of Thor Marketing, and this podcast is for business owners and entrepreneurs, and it's all about marketing. Three years ago, I fell in love with marketing, and from that moment, I started learning from the best marketers out there, and now I'm building my marketing agency. Follow my journey where I share what works for us and our clients using the best marketing strategies. Welcome to our live video. As I told you last Friday, it was last Friday, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we went live and I told you that uh, I'm going to interview Rizal this Monday at 12 p.m. Uh, where we're going to talk about the entrepreneurship, uh, the entrepreneurship journey, entrepreneurial journey, uh, and all the things that uh, entrepreneurs go through. And I really want Rizal to share with us um, your journey and uh, tell us uh, a bit about yourself. Okay, um, so thanks so much for having me on your show, Alex. It's uh, a little bit nerve wracking, but I'm gonna try. <laughs> um, so my name is Rosal Gonzalez and I'm the owner of the National Call Wellness Center in Point Claire. And um, we've been in business for uh, six years now and we specialize in yoga and fitness and holistic health. But I guess, um, you know, I think what's important to know is sort of like the values and our mission behind it. And it's really to help people to shine. And, you know, yoga and fitness is my way of doing that. But basically, um, what makes me happy is to help other people, you know, transform and feel good about themselves and, and to see the person who, you know, is just taking better care of themselves and feeling good about themselves. It's very rewarding. And uh, it's, I guess, what keeps me uh, coming to uh, into the studio every day that's awesome yeah. so could you tell us please i know the story but i want you to share with other people <laughs> how did it start and why did it start uh why did you open your uh, yoga studio yeah um well i've been involved in fitness for ever since i was uh, you know a kid and i started to teach uh fitness an aerobics instructor back in the day, they called it, uh, when I was in university. I'm starting to age myself, but back in university. And um, it was something that I loved to do. Um, it gave me balance because I was in business school at the time and um, teaching classes was a, a great way for me to, you know, to be able to study and to work and to be fit at the same time. Because even back then, this balance of um, mind and body was always of utmost importance to me. Um, you know, I finished university and I was working uh, full time and I always continued to uh, teach classes on the side. Um, and then, uh, you know, I was working in the corporate world. I, I, at the time I had, you know, two kids, then three kids. And uh, we just really, my husband and I decided that we wanted to, um, you know, put our energy into the things that we really loved what we really, really love to do. And uh, we took a big risk. We, um, we uh, decided to, you know, cut the ties from our, our corporate life and uh, to make a big change, you know. And uh, it's been six years now. And, you know, being an entrepreneur, it, as you know, Alex, is uh, it's a struggle at the beginning. It's not easy leaving a, a very cushy corporate job and, and, you know, just really being responsible for, for driving your livelihood for, for uh, driving, you know, your success. It takes a lot more discipline. Um, 
But at the end of the day, it's something that is extremely rewarding. And I'm very proud of, of the things that we've done. And um, over the course of the six years, we, we, we have a great community, a great team that, uh, you know, I'm very, very, I really look forward to uh, going to quote unquote work every day. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. And as you mentioned, uh, that when you when you become an entrepreneur and uh, uh, an entrepreneur and a business owner, um, you're responsible not only not only for yourself since you already have a team, you're also responsible for those people and make sure that those people have a job. Yeah, it's it's definitely um, it's definitely a responsibility. Um, I take it very, very seriously. Um, I, I'm someone who really believes that, you know, Energy is much more than just, uh, you know, the types of classes that we teach. It's, it's the vibe. People always tell us that when they walk in, that they, that they love the energy. They love the feeling that they get. And that is something that cannot be, um, you know, it's not easy to recreate, to recreate that. It's the, um, you know, the personalities, it's how, it's the dynamics between the different people. And I think that that happens if there is respect, if there is, um, you know, this, I don't know, this type of, the, the values are there to help one another to grow. And it's really a collaborative environment. Um, coming from the corporate world, sometimes it's, it's kind of the opposite of that. Sometimes it's very, um, you know, cutthroat or, you know, yeah, of course. Yeah. or, you know, very competitive to the point that it's, um, you know, damaging. So yeah. it, it's, it's the type of environment that I no longer wanted to be part of. So, um, I, I take a great responsibility in, in choosing the people that I think are going to be a good fit that share the same values and who are truly, truly, um, doing what they do because they're passionate about it, that they're very good at it as well, but um, that they're really there because they they want to help other people. It has to be genuine. It has to be authentic for me. That's exactly what you mean because when I came to your studio, um, it feels like home. You do have that feeling and it's hard to, uh, to, to create that energy and boss. It takes a lot of energy to create that. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. I teach Taekwondo once a week, and it also it's, it's been a year and a half since we've been teaching it. Um, we still have about six or seven people that are coming back from in the first semesters they started with us, and it's hard to build a team and to, to build a kind of a family, having a small family. Absolutely. Plus, on top of that, I know that you're big on uh, on community. Yes. Absolutely. You know, the community is everything. And I think that that is sort of what, you know, being in the fitness business, there's, there's other, one thing I would like to say is that we're not a gym, you know, sometimes, yes. yeah, we're not a gym. Yeah, no. a lot of, there's a lot of different um, choices out there, right? There's the, uh, you know, there's like the gym environment, the big box environment, there's like these smaller gyms, there's yoga studios, there's, there's, clinics because there's you know we kind of created a, a niche because we do yoga and fitness and all of the holistic health services osteopathy massage therapy nutrition those types of things but what i think while there are many other options out there as i mentioned 
what will be hard to recreate is is the vibe that we have. And I think that that is part of our that's part of our package, right? That's part of that's 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 part of the beauty of coming there. It's because they they feel like the people that come in there, we know their names. We know, you know, their bodies. We know where their bobos are. We know, you know what's going on in their lives. So it's it's not easy to recreate that, and somehow it magically happened. And um, when when it's something that's like an intangible thing like that, I think that that is a that's a you know speaking business terms, that's like a value proposition. That's like you know something that I think is specific to us. That I can say that this is this is something that you know sets us apart. You know makes me feel that um yeah like we have something that we have something really special to offer yeah you do have something bigger than just numbers mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's a lot of james that they, they just care about numbers yeah and that's another thing you know um when we first started um when we first started uh you know i had been teaching fitness for a very long time already you know over 10 years and i had already I guess developed a reputation in the community as a fitness instructor, and one of the best uh, pieces of advice that I received upon opening the studio was that to not build a business solely around yourself. You know, the last thing I wanted it to be was like the Roselle Gonzalez show because when things like that happen, and, and I see this often in other businesses where you know yoga studios or, or, or gyms. Um, where there's like, it's like a one person show. And what happens in that environment is that, you know, it, it could be like in a karate studio where everything is based around like that one sensei. Yes. And when that person gets hurt or goes on vacation while well, the attendance really dives down and it's really dependent on one person. So right from the get go, I decided that, you know, it might be a little bit slower, but I'm going to build a team. I'm going to build a team and I'm going to train, um, I'm going to train my teachers. And uh, that's another thing that's really nice about our studio is that um, all of the yoga teachers, so we're at yoga teacher training school. So all of the teachers that teach at um, Adam Yachin are trained in-house. And, um, you know, there's also, when, when it's when it's done that way, the people who stick around, the people who are, are teaching with me or for me, um, they also share the same values. And that, that really contributes to the, um, the community here as well. Yeah, that's that's a big part of it. You just mentioned. Uh, well, I know that you have uh, yoga teacher course. Uh, can people it's just? I just thought about it now. Do people have to be physically there, or they can do it online? Oh my gosh, no. Um, no? So <laughs> online, no, no, no. That's well, because because I'm I'm all about digital marketing, right? Oh yeah, no marketing hoax, and yeah. So I'm just no, curious. I, um, so. That's one thing. Um, yes, people can get uh, certified online to be a yoga teacher, but we're really about, you know, the personal connection. Um, I like to tell my teachers that, uh, you know, the way that you learn how to teach is by, by touching a lot of bodies. <laughs> you have to like, yeah. it sounds funny, but, you, you know, um, after a while, as it, and we're very hands-on, so after a while, you can just touch someone and you can sort of feel where they have resistance in their body. You can see where the knots are and you can see where the blockages are in their body and you'll be able to assess, you know, how much to adjust or how little to adjust. And that's something that can only be done, um, you know, hands-on. 
That's awesome. Good to know. But I do think <laughs> that there are some things, some parts of our business that potentially, you know, there are areas in which uh, things can be done online because I know that's sort of the movement. And the things that I think that could potentially be done online are things like maybe like nutritional consultations or, um, you know, some of the the workshops that we do that are more lecture type workshops. So something to think about going forward for sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, especially in case with uh, uh, nutritional consultation, that would help a lot. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. people not need to drive back and forth. Yeah, and, and as, you know what's uh, funny yeah. is that um, with nutrition, um, nutrition is a little bit difficult because, you know, for example, if you want to come for a massage, it's because you want to feel good, right? Yes. But, sometimes, um, but we've really changed our approach over, over the years because we noticed that one of the times people would have all of this guilt on them and they would cancel their nutrition appointments because they felt like, oh, well, they didn't um, you know, do what they were supposed to do over the last week before they get their you know, next appointment. But we really changed our, um, our approach uh, such that you know, meeting with our nutritionist is really part of the process to, to help them just, you know, even if they weren't able to make the adjustments that they were supposed to to make or, or, or witness some things that um, it's all part of the process. So that, those types of things, I think can be done um, eventually online. Yeah. All right, well, that's good to know. Well, since we're talking uh, about the podcast, which is Marketing Hoax, and mm -hmm. the name of the group is The Power of Digital Marketing, yeah. I'd like to ask you, what has been your most effective marketing tactic or technique that helped you uh, business to the next level? Mm. Um, I think that what helped me the most is that, um, so we're very, I guess, you know, we're very strong on social media. We use it a lot. Um, I think that the best thing is that, well, we, I mean, you're asking like what types of tools we use or? Uh, what type, well, I guess the, the, the type of a strategy that you used where uh. you saw the result. Yeah. All right. So, um, a little so while ago, somebody... yeah, I went to go yeah. see um, go on, go on. Nicole Fortunasso, actually. So I'm putting a little uh, shout out there for Nicole Fortunasso, <laughs> who is, uh, she actually works for me now. She's uh, one of our, she's on our team. She's a Reiki practitioner, but her nice. other <laughs> job is a marketing consultant. And um, what she told me is that we had to build a community online. And in order to build a community online, it's not about, you know, simply um, it, it's a mixture of letting people know, obviously, we're a business, right? So what we have to offer classes, workshops, trainings, that type of thing. But you want to have people to continue to come back, not just for what you're selling, but because they like the content that you have on your site. So if you go to our Facebook page, you will notice that we do a lot of inspirational quotes, uh, you know, funny videos, uh, you know, behind the scenes uh, photos of the different, um, you know, classes or trainings, or we try to tell the story of the people that work there so that even online, the people who are following us feel like they're part of our community. And what's interesting is that, um, you know, we are, we have something like over uh, almost 12,000 followers on Facebook right now awesome. and um 
a lot of those people, you know, it's actually something I have to fix too, but <laughs> in a way, because we have a lot of people who are following us that are actually not just from Montreal as well. So the content that we have is interesting for, for you know, people that are not local. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's interesting. And it's, you know, as a business person, you're like, oh, like, that's interesting. Why is this person in Spain or in Mexico? Like, what is it that they like about, you know, Energia Like, some people are always liking and following. And, uh, but obviously, we're, we're a local business. Perhaps how that might help me in the future is if we, um, yes. you know, things that are like, you know, something that I do want to get into, into eventually is, you know, trainings outside of the country, uh, retreats. Uh, uh, outside so maybe that will help me later on but you know there's so much to think about when you're a business owner <laughs> can't tackle that is so true. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah well page uh, i'm gonna add the link over here uh, so you guys okay. can go to the page check it out um uh, learn more about the business and if you're interested uh mm -hmm. just reach out to yourself one thing i would and, say uh, what has helped us yeah. a lot um like our own clients, our own clients are so key in you know sharing and tagging and being proud of the things that they they participate in too, you know. So if we have I don't know a class, an event, like my own uh, students, our own clients are sharing and uh, tagging themselves. So that is, you know referring us to other people. So that is a tremendous help as well. Yeah, that's that, that's a big. I guess that's a big part of uh, word of mouth marketing. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, uh, since you you started business six years ago, I'm pretty sure you went through a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. And I would like to ask you: Could you give three pieces of advice? Um, I would say three pieces of advice um, that you would offer that that you would give to entrepreneurs that want to start today. Okay, let me start with one. <laughs> the yeah. first one I would say is, uh, yeah, the first thing I would say is is uh, have a, a business plan, right? Have a business plan and, and crunch your numbers, right? There's so many people that, uh, you know, open up a business and, and like, especially like in the yoga community or in, you know, like let the universe, uh, you know, help mm -hmm. me out. It's, it's so much more than just that. It's really, you know, being on top of your your numbers, being on top of your costs and, and your projections, and and um, you know seeing things not only um, not only short term, but having like a strategic plan for where you want to go in the future. So uh, definitely have a business plan that is uh, including you know your forecasts and and revisit it. Like go back to your numbers all the time and and do a comparison to see where you're at versus where you thought you would be, and then adjust. So your numbers have a good accounting, <laughs> number one. <laughs> number two, I would say um, have a mentor. Have a mentor. It's like super important. I was super fortunate because when we first opened, um, you know, I worked in the corporate world in a very sheltered corporate, you know, corporate society where I had, you know, access to HR managers, you know, uh, legal departments, uh, many, many different uh, people to consult with anytime that there was an issue. And what happened was when you, what happens is when you open up your own business, it's like me, myself, and I. So it's like you got to figure everything mm -hmm. out by yourself, right? You have to figure yeah. everything out by yourself. So 
I was so fortunate because I'm someone who talks a lot and, and, you know, in telling people about my plans, one of my, one of my most helpful mentors was a neighbor of mine who uh, was a lawyer and he, he heard about my project and he really took so much time with me, like months of like sitting down with me, looking at my lease, crossing things out on my lease, like telling me, you know, what I should be careful with and what to avoid. And, you know, and it was a very arduous process because, you know, for those of you who, who, who know, like I didn't have the best landlords in my first location before. So it was, it was difficult. It was very, very difficult. And, um, you know, just having someone to kind of ha have my back. Um, you know, I had someone for the the lease and the legal part, and I had fortunately some friends of mine who had businesses as, as well, who you know, over coffee and just you know, just talking and, and going through scenarios and, and getting advice. That was so so helpful. Um, I am not from a family of entrepreneurs. Okay, I am not from a family of I am from, you know, immigrant Asian family where you go to university and you get a job and um, they like stability and for, and it's funny because that's how we are. And then both my sister and I are both, you know, business owners, <laughs> but you know, we are not from a family where there's like many um, people to look up from, uh, look up to who have tons of business experience. You know, there are certain cultures. I was just telling this story the other day, certain cultures where, you know, it's just taking, it's just fact that, you know, you have a business. So many of like the Chinese cultures, I went to MBA school and many of my, um, my, uh, you know, my fellow students, you know, they were doing their MBA and they just couldn't wait to go back to China to open up a factory. <laughs> you know, it's like, I am like way, way, way like, they're opening like million dollar factories and I'm opening up a small little like, you know, wellness center. So it's like, you know, completely different to two different worlds. But for them, it was, it was normal because, you know, they're from a family of entrepreneurs or, or, you know, Jewish families where, you know, many, many businesses um, in their family. So this was all new to me and I didn't have anyone in my family to help me. So I had to, I had to go outwards. And um, if I didn't have those, those, people to guide me and to help me and like I wouldn't be where I am today so for that I'm super super grateful super grateful and then I, I have to pick number three right so <laughs> number yeah. three for me is um, continuous education continuous education because um, that's it you know you have to stay ahead of the pack you if you want to be a leader in, in, in what you do you have to stay ahead of the pack so you know for myself I mean, even the idea of the wellness center, it came from, you know, Sebastian and I traveling and seeing different models that, that worked in other cities and, and how we wanted to bring it here. And even the way that we set up our business in terms of all of the systems that we have, um, you know, to manage, it's from going to, you know, you know, wellness and fitness conferences. Mm -hmm. And I'm always training. I'm always training to keep, you know, the level of, uh, our classes and the level of my teacher trainings, um, you know, ahead. So um, that's it, I think. So what was it? It was crunch your numbers, have yeah. a mentor, and uh, three, um, continuous education. Yeah, personal development is extremely important. I'm doing it myself every single, uh, I would say day. I'm trying to read uh, a book, not a book a day, but I'm trying to read every single day for yeah. 20, 30 minutes. 
Yeah. And always getting all those courses and coaching and masterminds. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so, yeah, as, as you mentioned, it's important to be um, up to date if you want to be the leader in your industry. Mm -hmm. And if I could add one more, just because I'm. Of course, of course. It, it's about finding balance. It's about finding balance because, you know, as a as a entrepreneur, you can totally burn yourself out, right? Totally I did it once. And totally burn yourself out and i think that it's important to invest in um in your time and you know an example of that would be um you know as i had mentioned to you like i i chose to build a team so that i have three kids i need to be home sometimes right so um i chose to invest my time in training other people so that there was less just on me um, I invested money in in hiring a manager. I, I every year that goes by, and like I think you're doing the same thing, right, Alex? It's like you're instead of putting the money in your pocket, you're investing to you know hire another employee. Yes. Uh, then you know you don't see the benefits right away, but it helps you to build a stronger foundation, and then you you build on top of that. So you know we had one part-timer now we have three part-timers and now we have a you know a manager and that has helped so much so invest in your business go put, put money back in there and, and you need that to, to grow otherwise you will burn out mentally yeah it's, yeah it's all about the long-term game because uh, sometimes I'm, all, I'm also as, as you mentioned uh, I do invest back into the company and sometimes money are coming in and then they're out and in and out I'm like I don't even see them, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I understand the importance. Yeah, like it's so like there's so much we could talk about. Um, yeah, another thing would be, uh, you know, stand your ground because at the beginning, I don't know about you, but at the beginning, I wasn't strong enough to, you know, ha like I was trying to avoid like conflict <laughs> all the time, avoid conflict all the time. You know, try to you know make every single let's say customer happy, even if sometimes they're difficult customers, you know, mm -hmm. and, you know, um, because at the beginning you're trying to just build your clientele, but then over time, you know, like I can give you all kinds of crazy examples of like, Oh, I want a membership, but I don't have a credit card. And then, okay, well, we'll take, you know, post dated checks and then, Oh, please don't cash that post dated check. You know, like all of these things. And, and, and we, I realized that, all of the exceptions to the rule take a lot of time. So another thing is like to develop your standard operating pr procedures, develop your your rules, so that you you know the more you have exceptions, the harder it is going to be for you to delegate that job to somebody else because they'll always say that oh well this is an exception we have to ask Roselle about this and then you're always like you know you don't have any balance because you're always like going back so. Um, create exactly to create proper procedures that can be followed by anyone, and that's going to help you to to continue to build your team, right? Because there's yes. yeah, yes, as you mentioned, yeah, SOP is a big part. That's that's what I started doing last year in summer uh, when I did coaching. Um, I'm actually going to the event. Guys are launching. Uh, well, they'll have a live event in, at the end of February. Mm -hmm. in Tampa. So I was going through with coaching and then they helped me to build all the um, SOPs and to build 
so basically become the CEO of the company and take myself out instead of being a freelancer mm -hmm, mm -hmm. inside all the time. Yeah, because what happens to, to many companies is that, you know, oh, I opened up my own company, but you're like a one person show. It's like, no, no, you just like bought yourself a job. Right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, it's like just because you have an ink beside your name or you have a company that you're billing directly, it's it's not any more freedom than it might even be more, right? More pressure than if you were to work in, in, a, in a company where, you know, in a company you can have like a slack day and just, you know, say today I'm going to take it easy. But, you know, if you do that and it's your company, like you have to make sure that there's, you know, continuous customers revenue coming through so that you know you can live right <laughs> yeah and sometimes it gets really tough and you're like oh, i'm tired i really want to take yeah. a break and it is important to take it to yeah take break. exactly exactly so yeah the, the the time and uh the time to to recuperate is, is extremely important because yeah like that's i think that that i have a lot of customers like that <laughs> to announce on call because they're burnt out and i try to i try my best to um you know, to be a good role model about about uh, you know finding that that balance. Yeah. So when when it's really tough, what keeps you going? What keeps me going? Oh yeah, this is like what is your why? And uh, kind, of, kind of yeah yeah. <laughs> is that what you mean? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, you know, what is my why? My why is like I have three kids, and I told you I um. I was working in a corporate job before and I wanted to make a life change and I didn't want my children to to see like you know their mom and their dad waking up in the morning and just like shuffling their feet and going to work and, and doing something that they, they didn't really love to do and what was happening was like I love fitness and I had a small at a small energy on call existed still but not like how it was today but it was a small tiny like tiny tiny little business but all my passion was going into that. And I was like, you know, on my breaks at work, on my lunchtime at work, I'm like working on like my Facebook page, working on on like the marketing. And that was exciting for me, not my regular job. And, and it felt at one point that my regular job was getting in the way of like what I really wanted to do, right? So I wanted to show my children that you don't have to stay in the box. You don't have to stay in the box. You don't have to do, you know, the traditional way just like you, right? Yeah. Tell a little about your story. But you don't have to do things the traditional way. You can go against the grain, even if your your mom and dad <laughs> don't agree sometimes. You know, even if, if the people around you think you're crazy because you're leaving a you know a very cushy job that has a pension and what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Um, that you know, you have one life and you, you should you take a calculated risk, not like a not like a blind risk, but a calculated yeah. risk. You plan it, and and I think that uh, that's the that's the message that I want to to show my children that you know that life is supposed to be enjoyed, and if you can find um, if you can find that sweet spot, I forget, there's a Japanese word for it. I forgot what it is. It's like I don't know. It's like akagi, or I don't know. You, I got to look it up. But there's this. I saw. There's this chart where it's like it's like the uh, intersection Kaizen. of what is it called? Kaizen. What is it? I, I don't remember, but it's it's like intersection of what you're good at, it's a wheel. what you, what you love to do, 
and what you can make money from and how you can help people. And if you can find that intersection um, in your life, then you're gonna feel like balanced and at peace. And I and I think that, you know, I was I was totally off before. Like I was I was in the that section of the diagram where it's like I was making very good money, but you know, I wasn't really fulfilled. So mm -hmm. I, I needed to make that shift. So that's that's pretty much why I do what I do. I mean, I love I love to help people, but I think at the end of the day, like the imprint that I'm going to, to leave, I actually, I just put a, a quote on Facebook today, but it's about that every thought, every um, every word, every action that you, you make leaves an imprint. And if I could show my kids that, you know, the things that I choose to do, like if I leave them with this vision of like, go for it. Like I think that's important. Not to just. Um, that's awesome. I love it. Yeah. So that's. It. Well, what? Uh, oh, I, I want to talk. Uh, uh, how can people find you if they want to ask you questions? If they're local in Montreal or if they're international and they want you to come. To, uh, um, have have um, an event in their city. Oh, that would be awesome! You know what? Yeah. I'm, I'm just, just going to put it out there. I'm just going to put it out there, but. Um, my goal for 20, uh, 20, uh, 2021 for next year is to start doing retreats elsewhere. I, um, you know, I run a yoga teacher training school and in the past five years I've trained about a hundred yoga teachers and, you know, I wish I could have enough space for all of my yoga teachers at my little yoga studio, but I don't. Right. So one thing that I would like to, to kind of work on going forward is to create, um, you know, destination retreats um working with there's a lot there's a lot of different places all over the world where you you know there's already a retreat center there and i could you know send my teachers to to um organize retreats so that's something that i want to do and the other thing i believe if you just put it out there it's it's going to happen and if you if you verbalize it and you write it down i think that you're closer to to you know to manifesting that so i'm going to do yeah. this as well the other thing that i want to start doing is you know, I've been running teacher trainings for the past, uh, this is going to be my sixth year, and um, I would like to be able to to go to other cities and uh, give some trainings and just to get some more um, international experience. Yeah. So how do people find me? Your question is like, well, we're in Point Claire in Montreal. Uh, they can find me through the Facebook page that you put up before, but it's Energie Encore. It's in French, but it means energy in your body. There you go. Um, that's it. And we have uh, if our uh, internet uh, or our website is just uh, com. thank you. Oh, look at you. You're so prepared. You're so prepared, <laughs> you know, to support one another, to to help us get the story out. And, and um, I really believe that, you know, people will give business to people that they like, <laughs> yeah. that they know that they get to know get to like and get to trust you know so i think this is a, a nice way to do it so great initiative alex i really appreciate it hey thanks for listening to this episode if you want to promote your business on social media facebook is the best place to do it right now i have something special for you go to alexthorik.com and get my ebook three deadly scenes of facebook ads it will help you create ads the right way and without making major mistakes that people usually make. Once again, it's alexthorik.com. 
leave me a review on iTunes, this means the world to me. And you'll help more people find this podcast.